Welcome to Live Your List. Allow myself to introduce myself. I'm Jared Murray, your host today, and across from me is my sidekick, Ryan Eller. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It's not about condemnation, it's about implementation. I work hard for this. I want you to know that. How much are you willing to hustle? Am I right, Ryan Eller? You gotta, you gotta flex that hustle muscle. Well, I'm not going to, ever. Even if there's a fire. Well, actually, it fires me up. I just got fired up with that. For I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you your hosts, Jared Murr and Ryan Eller. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, today is going to be a great day. Brand new, never before tried from yours truly and the great producer across from me. We're just two Okies from Muskogee. Proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. You gonna make me sing this alone? I'm One of the greatest karaoke it. songs of all time. I'm enjoying is what it. this is. R.I.P. Merle. Rip Merle. Merle Haggard passed away. One of the proudest Okies from Muskogees. Okies from Muskogee. He passed away. You didn't see this? No. This passed is away. An update. Are you serious? Passed away. I was gonna go to his concert in June. I know it. Merle Haggard passed away. Wow. Not to start the show off on a sad note. But you did. But I did. Well, Merle Haggard, he's kind of surprised he lived as long as he did. Am he, I right? He, he was on of, that. A lot of miles. All that list of people you're surprised are still alive with uh, Queen Elizabeth, Fidel Castro, Fats Domino. Fats Domino still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So, anyways, today we've got a new we've got a new kind of show for you today, Jared. I I've been wanting to do this for a while. I've been trying. I've been asking. We've been begging. Honestly, we've been begging Kyle, Jared, and I both. We've been sitting down with Kyle. You know he runs the show. He actually is the decision maker here. Yep. And we said, Kyle, honestly, we want to do a questions from friend the show episode. That's what we want. That's really what we want. And Kyle kept throwing us some shade, not letting us do it. But we finally got the okay from Kyle, so we're going to do it. Now, we're kind of unprepared. Well, in Kyle's defense, he's been busy. He's a busy college student. He's eating snow cones, doing his thing. Doing his thing, all that kind of stuff. But he's he's allowed us to do it. But we're kind of unprepared. We do not have intro music for this. Last time with the Live Your List segment, I came up with my own one, and it got a little heat from some people. I want to play it just so people remember. Live your list. Uh, live your list. Live your list. I don't know where I was going with okay, that. Okay, I don't. Okay. So that's that segment. So it's on you this time to come up with a segment for music and the intro. So I'm going to do it in true improv style. Jared. On you like me? It's on me? It's on you this time. I'm going to play you some music. I'm going to play you some random music, and I want you to come up with a uh, with a bumper, if you will, okay. for this. And then Live Your List Nation in the Facebook group. You guys are going to get to choose which one you like. Well, what are we, okay? calling, what are we calling this segment? This is, this is QF... FTS. Oh you can call questions, questions from, from friends, friends of the, the show. show. Okay. I like the QFFTS, but I'm okay. going to play you some music and you tell me, you just let it roll. You ready? I'm ready. I got some questions from some friends of the show. A few things that you might want to know. QFFOTS is what's the acronym? We're gonna learn more about Murr and him. <laughs> do we have to keep going? I think <laughs> I, we just nailed it. Like, do you need me to try another one? Okay, we'll do it. I that thought was it was terrible. great. I'll do another one just, just <laughs> so, so that we have bad. something to vote between, but that's gonna be so the clear bad. winner. That's here's, so bad. here's the next one. I have no idea what he's gonna. 
Sometimes I wonder what's going on with Ellen and Merv. So I ask a question. I'm a friend of the show. Is that it? Questions from friends of the show. Once again, that's awful. I like. I like. Well, we're Can you gonna give put me those something up. Peppy. Can you pick? You something want something peppy? peppy? I, something. I. I mean, I'm awful. I'm gonna get murdered for this. This is so bad. Ever, ladies and gentlemen, of the audience, friends of the show, I apologize for this. This is total impromptu. I don't even know what's going on here. Give we me will peppy. Like you're giving me like that's kind of we will. Okay, stuff. that's that's the first two. We're gonna jump right into the segment, and then I'll give okay. you another one throughout. The I'll show, find some you're music. Just hit me with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit well, you hit with, me with some. your best shot. There you go. Fire okay, away. so this is the new segment that that's sweeping the nation. I am excited to answer these questions. Questions from friends of the show. So we went on the Facebook group and we had people ask, and we decided that we love questions from friends of the show. The problem, and what Kyle pointed out to us, is anytime we get a question from friends of the show, we go on for how long? Ten minutes, minutes on one question. Minutes minutes. So we decided that these questions all have to be answered in under than one minute. Under than under Ooh, one minute. Good rule, so Kyle. we're going to put a timer on. Okay. So we're going to ask from friends of the show. You're going to get your shout out, and then you and I can answer. And we have one minute. If we're done, we're done. All right, you ready one for this? Total or one minute apiece? Uh, one minute total. Oof. Okay. Have, Don't hog the time. I'll try not to. Okay. All right. Friend the show, Rachel Mayo says, "Have y'all added anything to your bucket list this year? Are you ready?" I'm ready. Pickleball tournament. I'd like to enter a pickleball tournament. That's what I got. I have not added anything to my bucket list this year. That's a quick answer. We did a really good job on that. Uh, Kirsten Gamble, friend of the show, she said, most recent bucket list item checked off. Mm. So that's kind of a, we'll follow up in this oh question. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I don't know. Um, I haven't been doing a very good job of keeping up on my list. I've been to, I went to Michigan last year in the fall, which that was part of my 50 states. Um, that's it. Oh, oh, I got it. I ate uh, a reverse check. I ate a raw oyster last week. There you for go. The first time. Ate raw oyster. Yeah, Boom. not very good. Really, really salty. Really briny. I did. I'm not surprised you didn't like raw nah. oysters. But uh, if you put lemon on it, it tastes like a salty Sally. Yeah. Uh, did I you check my, anything. My most recent one was I went to Lake Tahoe. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. cool. Kind of a reverse bucket list check. Hey, we dominated that question, Jared. We're doing really good at this. Yeah. Uh. Another Kirsten Gamble question. We're going to let the timer go out. Another Kirsten Gamble question was, Eller, would you rather have a lifetime supply of biscuits and gravy or travel the world for free for one year? Ready to go. This is just straight up for me. Okay. Now, it's going to take the full minute to talk this out. Okay. But my initial thought was travel the world for free for one year. Okay. Because I could go wherever I wanted. Okay. I yeah. go to Antarctica. But then the, the follow-up is, do I, like, do I have I the time to travel? Because mm-hmm. with my schedule now, I can travel. I can take like basically one trip. Okay. And then I'm not going to get any biscuits and gravy for the rest of my life. So I don't know if that's worth it. So I what's the price? It, so the kind of the price would be yeah. how much? Like, what's my? If, do I get to take a week off? What if you get to take the whole year off? Oh, then done. Okay. What done. if you got? Okay. What if you got to take a month? You're only going to a month. Done. Yeah. I'm just going to have to figure out something that's my favorite breakfast item. You're going to give up biscuits and gravy for your entire life for one month of travel? Really? Yeah, for one month of free travel, I get to go. Do I get to bring my family? If I'm going by myself. No. If I get to bring my family, then heck yeah. I'm uh, gonna go Antarctica. Okay. I'm gonna do world tour. Antarctica. We're gonna go South Africa. We're gonna go India. We're gonna go China. I'm gonna make all the way around the world. 
Wow. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be worth it. Oh, one Time's minute. Up. There we go. All right, next question. Once again, friend of the show, Rachel Mayo. What's your favorite song ever, followed up by John Wygantson, or Guilty Pleasure song? What do you got? I'll Okay, I'll start with Guilty Pleasure song. That was Wygantson. Um, Barbie Girl. By Barbie Aqua. Girl? Yeah, I I'm a that Barbie one. girl yes, that's it. in a Barbie world. That's right. Now don't Life keep singing it's filthy. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's you, you my get guilty pick it up. pleasure song. That's your guilty you can pleasure song. My hair. Undress you everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I said it's my guilty yeah, I've enjoyed it since I came since out when we were in high school. That yeah. is definitely I'm a you're saying that's your guilty pleasure, but is that not really your favorite song ever? No, no, it's not my favorite song ever. Favorite song ever is really tough. To pick, if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick a song by Tenth Avenue North, North called Times. Tenth Avenue you North disappointed called Times. Me. Saddle up, <laughs> saddle up, my horse. Is that your favorite, The Great Adventure by Stephen Curtis? No, no. I if uh, Guilty Pleasure is easier for me. I think I like uh, the the um, Jay Z and and Lincoln Park remixes of some of Jay Z's songs. Oh, okay, those cool. might be my guilty pleasures. All right, next. Hey, we're hitting these right on the post, Jared. That's perfect. Is anybody surprised? Friend of the show, Eric Barron asks, when things aren't going quite like you planned, how do you maintain the energy to grind until you get things going again? Or do you have another process that keeps you going? Oh, I'm sorry. I played the music. I thought you were doing it. No, how do you maintain the energy to grind until you get things going again, Ryan? Great question, Eric Barron, friend of the show. Deep, my thought is my thought is that you go with the car metaphor. Okay. Tell everybody car metaphor. Car you metaphor, got 45 very, seconds. Okay. The road is your purpose. That's uh, what you're meant to do. We have several vehicles that we can ride on that road. Those are the mediums. Like I'm a teacher. I'm a youth pastor. I'm a speaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the gas is the passion or the fuel that keeps you going. And that, Eric, is where the grind comes in. Because when your fuel is low, you want to stop. And sometimes you're out of fuel and you can't go anymore. So you got to keep that passion bucket high. Passion is this great combination of motivation, inspiration, and a, 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 a willingness to do what is necessary. It's a weird combination. My personal tip is how do we, if you apply it personally, I have Ryan, Ryan has me. And I think the partnership has been key to our success. I think too many people are trying to do this alone, whether it's entrepreneurship, dreaming, building, or whatever. You don't have to have a business partner, but you have to have someone who can pick you up when you are down. Boom. All right, next question. Um, All right, friend of the show, April Best, wrote a novel. So thank you, April, for the novel. I read this actually last night, so I'm going to give the the abbreviated version. Synopsis, okay. The synopsis is basically this. It's a question of confidence, and she's coming at it from a very cool angle with her job of trying not to be confident, like maintaining humility. She finds that sometimes when you're overconfident or the confidence makes you unapproachable. So how do you think a person can exude both confidence but without being seen as unapproachable. So it's a question of confidence. Right? That was the narrowed down version? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. If you'd like, it, go on the Live Your List Facebook page and you can see it. But anyway, yeah. Okay, there you go. Great question, April, and you came to the right people. Because Jared and I, we both exude confidence. It's one thing we've known about each other. And I love this topic because we both believe the one of the greatest traits a leader or an individual have is confidence. Because no one wants to follow an unconfident leader, right? Correct. I mean, it's, that's one thing that I, I wholeheartedly believe in. And when we did our Leader versus Leader tournament. We looked at the 64 greatest leaders of all time. Every single one of them had way more confidence than they probably should have. Now, the problem where confidence becomes a problem is whenever it's all about you, when it turns into a narcissistic vibe. Think Donald Trump. My thought is confidence is great when you're serving others, when you're doing it for others. So if you are confident in how you serve people, April, that's great, and you should be. If you're confident and it's all about you, look at me, look at me, that's where it becomes a problem. Yeah. 
I, I really agree with that, Ryan. I think confidence is a question of motive. Ooh, I like that. Say that one more time. Confidence is a question of motive. I like that, Jared. Well, I, it's just a summary of what you said. You said it really well. But I think, you know, people always say, well, you can't be confident and humble. Well, I think so. I don't think you can be arrogant and humble, but it's a question of motive. You know, like you said, are you self-serving? Are you narcissistic? Or are you just confident in your abilities? Nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's no honor to say I'm not good at something that I'm really good at. I love it. Great question, right, April. Next one. All right, we're going to rapid fire a couple of these, okay? So I've got a few that you got to answer quickly. What are some of your favorite conferences to attend? Friend of the show, Janine Kilgore. Launch out conference, of course. Uh, uh, you know, to be honest? 20 conference. The 20 conference. Jared and I don't, we attend a ton of conferences. Uh, we don't get to go to the ones we we're really, really want to go to other than like exhibiting. launch out. Okay, so what's one conference you'd want to attend just randomly? If you could go to a conference and attend. I would like what to would go to like LeaderCast in person. Oh, that'd be I a think good that'd one. be really cool. I have two that come to mind. One is Catalyst. I've never been to Catalyst Conference, a Christian conference that I, I always hear about. You're and gonna be on main stage someday. We're gonna make that happen. Thanks. I, that's a dream. It's a goal of mine. I'd also go like to go to more um, like the Association of Experiential Educators. Oh, that's a good one. I'd like. I'll to go, go wherever Paul Sons going next. Okay, here's a fast one. What do you do when finances keep you from living your list? Oh my goodness, great question. Who's that from? From Becky, friend of the show, Becky Pelusak. Becky. What do we do? I start doing things that are on my list for free. So one of the so examples. Her, her maiden name is, is Spaziani. Spaziani. One, one of my favorite things to do is bucket items that are for free. Mm, like good job. going and checking out the ancestry of my family. Oh, that's a good one. Check out the ancestry of your family. That's good. One. Friend of the show, Dave Bouchard, as we're getting ready for another one. When Tweedle Beetles battle with paddles in a puddle, do they call it a Tweedle Beetle puddle paddle battle? They do, Dr. Seuss. Here Next question. Go. What are five NBA players, past or present, that you think deserve more respect? Friend of the show, Jim Woods. Oh, past Love five NBA Love questions. Can we Can take ten minutes on this? Go no, ahead. No, we got one minute. I'm going to go with my man, John Stockton, of course. Completely underrated as a point guard. You're up. Uh, I'm going to go with. Come on. Uh, Come on. I'll go with Carl uh, Malone. Well, I'm loving this conversation okay, yeah. so there you far. Go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna say Dennis Rodman. Ooh, I think very what good. he does is completely underrated. Moses Malone. Ooh, great answer. One of the greatest scores, top ten scores of all time, top ten rebounders of all time. First player champion. to enter right out of high school. Exactly. I very cool. Huge. I'm gonna go off the board here. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's not that far off the board. He's the greatest scorer of all time. I, I think he's underrated. I he think is definitely forget. underrated. He was. So you know good who's gonna end so up being like that? Tim Duncan of today's generation. Tim Duncan's underrated. Great call. He just won a thousand games. There's only been three players ever win a thousand games in their career. That's so phenomenal. Kareem phenomenal. was one of them, of course. Go. All right, uh, Becky again. She says, "Have you ever been so consumed about checking one particular item off your list? It was all you thought about." Uh, yes, marathoning, as a matter of fact. Ooh, okay, that's good. this is before I had kids. I ran marathons and we did four marathons, and it was all consuming. I mean, we put twenty. It was basically a full time job running mm. uh, all the time. Non-stop. It's how I, I focused on it all the time. Okay. Here we go. John Wygan, friend of the show, says, if you could ask a single person one question and they had to answer truthfully, who and what would you ask? Kind of like honest time? It's on Jared oh, Murr? I think so. It's honest time. Jared Murr would be my person I would ask the question. Oh, wow. That's your answer? Pressure. What's, what's your favorite, what's your favorite thing about me? Go ahead. Say That's it. your... Oh, wow. Um, I'd say thing? your confidence... You're just saying that because we saw that in the last question. No, no. My favorite thing about you, my favorite thing about you, is your ability to get things done. I think it's undervalued for you, and I think most people don't realize how much you get done. You really get a lot finished, man, and you're really good at taking a project and just finishing it. Um, I think people see you as kind of the life of the party and don't realize that you can get down in the nitty gritty and really get stuff done. 
Aw, that was really nice. All right, I took up a lot of that time. You go for it. What, who are you going to ask? If I could ask a single person one question and answer truthfully, who and what would you ask? Wow, it's a tough question. My mind automatically goes historically. Yeah. Like I'd like to talk to, but answer truthfully. Whew, I don't know. Um, Jesus Christ. Maybe like Adam. Did you have a, do you have a belly button? Or <laughs> Adam, what first crossed your mind when you saw Eve? That's a wild card question. There, I don't boss. know. It's a it's a great question. I don't know. I don't have a good answer, John. I'll think about that and I'll get back with you. All right, next question. What movie title from John also? What movie title would su- would you say sums up your life? This is a good fast one. Brave. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. Your turn. Um, go. Let's go back and forth. Uh, I don't know. Uh, a river runs through it. <laughs> oh my God. The little, the Little Mermaid for you, boss. The uh, little Mermaid. Up. Uh, I'm thinking of only Disney yeah, cartoons you're just here. Off I, Pixar just, movies. Uh, you're cars. Well, you cars too. Um, Monsters University. It's a tough question. That's a tough question. I really off the top of my head, that. we'll have to think about that one. All right. Here we go. David Strickland says, "What's Brenner?" Excuse me. What is Brenner? Excuse me? I just you jumped right back previous, up to the microphone. Previous friend of the show. No, David no, no. You're Strickland. still friend of the show because he asked. Because anytime you ask, you need some clarification here. But it David, is breakfast for Brenner? dinner. Yeah. Breakfast for dinner. And breakfast for dinner is so good. It's so good, Jared, that you don't want to waste your time mm. saying the whole entire phrase, breakfast for dinner, mm. so that you, you can say Brenner so you can spend that time eating. Mm, that's good. Uh, friend of the show, Nicholas Whitford, says... What was it like? You might have to start the. You might have to have an entire minute on this one. By the way, what was it like to take that big step and start your business? What were the minimum necessary conditions, or what milestones did you cross before you decided it was time and the right thing to do? Now, Ryan, this is a good question. I think this is a question a lot of people have, and you and I have taken that step, and it's a big step. So, so I do want you to take the full minute on this one. Why don't you? Why don't you start it off? I'll okay. refresh the clock. You start off. Here we go. Okay. So the question is, what's it like to take that big step and start your business? What is it like? Uh, scary, um, nerve-wracking, uh, exciting, thrilling, all those at once. It's um, it is exciting because you're you're hopeful. But then, what were the minimum necessary conditions, or what milestones did you cross? Now, once again, I think one of the power that we've had, especially with Paradigm Shift and Live Your List, is Ryan and I have been together on this from the start, and I think that's been key um, to our success. Uh, and so, the milestones were really we worked as hard as we could until we were about to break. The summer before I went part time, Ryan just about killed himself doing gigs, leading camps. He was traveling all over the place. And that was the moment where it was like, okay, we cannot do this anymore with our current jobs. That was the milestone. For you? Uh, yeah. For me, it was, I was in a, in a good position. I'm not the sole breadwinner for my house. I have a sugar mama who was able to feed our family. So it wasn't like my family was going to perish if I didn't make money. So that made it a little bit easier for me. But the qualification was, once again, I could not do my full-time job and my part-time job at the same time. I had to have a client base. I had to have... Um, potential opportunities before I was able to walk away and money in the bank. So that that was mine. Okay. That's a good question. That's a tough question. Three more questions, Jared. Three more. Oh, just three more? Ooh, we have a lot of questions here. Now that you have children, what do you know? This is from friend of the show, Renee Harden, the queen. Now that you have children, what do you know and appreciate that you didn't beforehand? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you said it one time, Jared, um, being a father made you much more empathetic, mm-hmm. that you felt more. You and now, if I see like random news across the world that has nothing to do with me, like you know, a bombing on a train, or if I see this, I think that could have been my child. That was someone's child out there, and I'm more 
I don't know if emotional is the right word, mm-hmm. but I'm more connected with my feelings. Okay. After I had children than I was before. Well, I have three things that come to mind. The first one is like yours. I cry just about every day, and I think I do that at, because I am a father. So the question is, what do you know and appreciate that you didn't beforehand? A few things. Number one is I appreciate my parents a lot more for what they've done for me. Um, number two, as a father, I experience the love of God differently now because I think of him as my heavenly father, and that's so much deeper than it used to be. And number three, I appreciate time a lot more. I see how quickly time flies uh, as I look at my girls. Yeah, the great answers. Next question. All right, here we go. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, NBA playoff predictions from friend of the show, Patrick Case. Uh, great question, Patrick. I've got the my heart. You want my heart or the log- logistical? My heart says the Oklahoma City Thunder versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, logic tells me that's going to be the Golden State Warriors versus the Cavs, and I think that uh, I think the Cavs pull it out. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a little bit of a shocker here and say the Warriors are going to get beat up going through the West, playing the Spurs, playing Utah, whoever they play, and they're, they're going to end up in the finals against the Cavs, and LeBron's going to take over and win it all. So you got Cavs over Warriors in the finals? By logic. Oh, that's close. I got Thunder over Thunder the up. Cavs. Thunder up, Thunder my over the Cavs. Kevin Durant wins his MVP of the finals award, and we recognize the greatness that Ugh. is Kevin Durant. He is underrated, and he is underappreciated. People do not respect who and what he is every day, day in, day out, making greatness happen, ladies and gentlemen. He's underappreciated just like you. Most underrated players of all time, Kevin Durant and Nick Collison. Maybe. Two boys. All right, now here's a cool one. I'm going to go. You, I don't know how many more I have. we got some great questions here. I'm going to pick a few that are, are, that are meaningful to me that I think you will enjoy. Friend of the show, Jane Tuttle. She says, can you explain the power of the trio programs and then want to tackle why it's okay to invest in yourself, like college loans, online training, personal development treats, et cetera? I'll you do the first one. You do the second one. Go for it. Okay. Trio. I worked in trio, trio for 10 years. There are seven trio programs. They help first-generation low-income students go to some sort of post-secondary education, then graduate from that and find a career. The power of it is they take the students, misrepresented students, and change them into homeowning, tax-paying, uh, job-holding citizens of the United States, law-abiding. And the the impact and the return on investment that the government spends on these programs is, you know, a thousand-fold, a million-fold. Mm-hmm because of what they do with their millions of alumni across the nation. Jared, you're up. It's a phenomenal program. So why is it okay to invest in yourself? Because that's how you grow, and that's how you get further. And sometimes that takes actual investment of time, energy, or dollars. You know, college loans, I think it's an investment that pays off. It's like owning a house. You know, it's kind of interesting to me that a lot of people that are against college loans also have a mortgage. So they obviously think some debt is okay. College loans falls in that category for me. It's like every other kind of debt. Be responsible with it. Don't be a dummy. Don't be a dummy. Okay. It's the investment. All right, here we go. Um, Some quick hits before we're done here. If you could live in another country, what country would it be? From friend of the show to Shelly Nutt. Interesting question. Interesting, easy answer for me. Canada. Canada is your pick, huh? Speak English. That's a good pick. It's basically like the United States. Free health care. Nice people. Beautiful landscape. Yeah. I love it. Um, mine's, that's interesting. I would go Europe somewhere. I don't know where because most of the, a lot of them speak English. So once again, that would be fairly an easy transition. It'd be cool to go travel in Europe. I don't that's think I'd want to live the there. That's what I'm saying. The historical perspective, you know, that I would catch. It'd be like I'm an extended tourist. Um, so I'd probably pick somewhere like Italy. It'd be like nice that. to be immersed in some sort of foreign language and be able to pick that up. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, here we go. Um, la- you want one more? Last question? Sure. Whatever you want. Uh, whatever well, you think, man, boss. There's just so many great Kyle? questions. I'm sorry. Kyle? I'm sorry that we can't can we, answer all these. Can we have another? 
Okay. Okay, here yes. we go. All right, here we go. Um, Anna Floyd, friend of the show, says, We build our lists and then chase them with intention. But it seems looking back on life, some of the best moments and memories are the little ones, the unplanned ones, the ones we'd never think would become the most important ones. What are some of those moments in oh. your lives? My goodness. Isn't that um, a great question? I immediately think of summer of 2006 when Chris and I first started dating. Uh, is where my mind goes. And I can't think of... There's a handful of like these little moments. I can't think of anything like big. You know, obviously we had our first date, we had our first kiss. Those were all great moments. I remember those very well. But that whole entire summer, the memory of it is fantastic, and it was one of the greatest times of my life. That's what I think of. Mm. Family, family. That's good. Okay, I'll go a different direction. For me, it was when I became a youth pastor at Muskogee First Assembly. You talk about building your list and then chasing it with intention. I, when I stepped out of full-time youth ministry in 2000, end of 2008. I fully intended to never go back in youth ministry again. I didn't hate it. I wasn't against it. I just didn't plan on it. Certainly wasn't on the list. And then 2010, from a crazy God-ordained circumstance, I got uh, the opportunity to be youth pastor at Muskogee First Assembly. Wouldn't change it for the world. And if it wasn't for that, 20 camp probably wouldn't exist, and I wouldn't be here right now. Boom. Finished on the post. All right, Jared. So that's the end of our questions. Thank you from all the friends of the shows and out there. that was there. fun. That was great. I'm sorry. That was that fun. That was tough. That was, really that was tough. Good. We had, once again, be a part of the Facebook group because we had... Uh, many, many questions on there. We didn't get the answer. Maybe we'll go back through and answer those in person. Can I just say, Ryan, how much I appreciate the Facebook group? Yeah, can number, you say it? Say it. Go I ahead. Will, number one, I'll say kudos to you, Ryan, because that's largely you're doing. You're the social media king, and you're on there interacting with everyone. Uh, I am not as good at it as you are. But I just want to thank all the friends of the show that are out there really engaged in Live Your List. You know, we have a we have a small but powerful tribe that I believe in that's yes, doing great things and changing the world, however big the world may be. It could be as small as your family, could be as large as the entire landscape of humanity. Well, but, and I think those questions show the variety of different things that you get in the group. Some are questions about Brenner and sports, and then you get some questions that are deep about family and intentional living and educational aspirations. It's, it's fun. And we love it. What's great is we started Friends of the Show way back when, episode number one. But you know what's great is we actually have Friends of the Show that we can count Aww. on. And the place we congregate is in the Live Your List Facebook group. Aww. All right, so here's what I want you to do. we got one last thing. Kyle reminded me. Oh, okay. We've got a third. Kyle pulled this music up. we got one more uh, little bumper music for QFFTS. Questions from friends of the show. Okay. That we want that you, you to want play. Me to try to make, want uh, you to make try, song? Try to make this the song, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. It might take a second to load up, but you'll love it. Okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Questions from our friends, we play them till the end. They're so fun and engaging. Some are really silly. Jim Woods will ask about basketball, but we love all of them. Anna Floyd got really serious. Ronnie Harden asks all about family. Rachel Mayo, she's silly. I'm not even gonna play the outro music. This is gonna be what we, this is what we end on. I'm just gonna play this whole song. We're just gonna let this run, all right? In honor of Jared's most, what was the word? Your guilty pleasure song, right here. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Hey, you guys are great. We love you. Live your list.
Come on in. Come on, 